Welcome to the Double Feature Movie Podcast where we are recording this in the SPH Pleasure Dome. My name is Ernest Lewis and your regular host, Jonathan Roberts, is actually our guest critic today. Is this a demotion? Mm, not really, I think. I think you can't wait to get stuck into the rock, right? That's why you wanted me to swap that places is, with you. I mean, talk about phrasing. <laughs> uh, the film that we're going to be discussing today is Skyscraper featuring... Dwayne The Rock Johnson, well, the former wrestler turned actor. Is he still The Rock now? I thought he was just Dwayne well, Johnson. Yeah, then. Dwayne Johnson. I still like to call him The Rock. Either way, I sat through this thing uh, the other day. I went to see it at IMAX. It was an experience. Yeah. An experience that uh, I felt trapped. It, it was. It, I don't know if that's meant to be like some kind of empathic thing, but I certainly felt trapped by this film and I could not wait to get out. <laughs> it is quite possibly the stupidest film I've seen all year. What? And not in a good way. You I mean, the, the stupid fun, the stupid, oh man, please stop. Uh, it's Sadly, it's the latter. Okay. Now, I haven't seen this movie yet, and the last time I saw The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson was in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I really enjoyed that. Full of charisma. Yeah, it fantastic. Light. It was fun. A really fun film. And this movie, I understand it takes its inspiration from Die Hard, um, Towering Inferno. What, what's the premise of this movie, well, actually? Well, those are references for the teenagers. Yes, it's pretty much Die Hard crossed with The Towering Inferno. Uh, it's set in Hong Kong. Dwayne Johnson is a former FBI agent who, at the very start of the film, you see a, a mission go wrong. Yeah. He loses his uh, left, left leg. leg. Left leg? Yeah, okay. lower half of the left leg. Okay. And he's turned into a, some kind of security advisor. Yeah. He gets employed by Chin Han right. to uh, Singapore's very own Chin Han. Okay. To uh, overlook his brand new, super tall, super amazing skyscraper called the Pearl. That's in the Hong Kong Bay, yeah. and he is giving it the once-over before it launches fully open to the public. It's immense. It's there's some immense building, like the lower half is all shopping, and then there's like three thousand floors of residences going up, wow. complete with this super technological marvel called the Pearl at the very top, which is like some kind of a sounds like an interesting premise, you know? Oh uh, yeah, no, it's not. This is very much the film of the trailer. If you've watched the trailer, yeah, then. This is just a really extended version of the trailer. Everything was in the trailer, pretty much. I saw the trailer. He has some duct tape to his hands, and then he goes out, and then apparently he moves around and swings around. Well, this comes to one amazing. of the big issues. With it. Yeah. After it, you spend so long with him as serious family guy. This is not fun rock. Mm. This is uh, serious rock. He's trying to be a you know. Okay. He's a serious family man for some unknown reason. His family, uh, which is Neve Campbell, who's come back after oh, years okay, after, yeah. this is 90s, I, 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 I can't remember <laughs> yeah. last time I saw her, uh, and his two adorable children. She was the surgeon who saved him after the bad mission. Anyway, they've been invited to stay as the very first residential people in the Pearl whilst Dwayne is doing the checks. I don't know why, just for the sake of... Well, he's got to have someone in the building when it catches on fire. But you're saying that it's not, uh, it's it's bad. In what way? Because, I mean, okay, none of his charisma comes through or is it no, no, lack I mean, of jokes? If, or? Well, there's not a huge amount of jokes. And yeah. if, if it's not for Dwayne, it would have been terrible. At the moment, it's just about stupid. The reason it's stupid is that compared to all the other 
action films that he's in. Mm. I mean, especially the Fast and Furious series where, yeah. yes, the action is ridiculous, yeah. but it kind of leans into the ridiculous and you can't wait to see what they come up with next, like driving the car through the skyscrapers of Abu mm. Dhabi or, you know, uh, twisting the course of the torpedo on the ice flats, you yeah. know, of course. This one just... How do I put it? It is a case of you have to set what your level of physics is in order to have some tension. Mm. And in this, there's no risk factor. Everything he does, you mentioned the duct tape thing where he goes on the outside. He may as well have just licked his palms and (laughs) pretended they were suction. There's... Clearly okay. he can't. I mean, one of the things that has come up on social media is that the original poster, yeah. which is, I think the one that we've got here is him dangling from the building, you know, a, mm. a bottom down shot, which kind of works in IMAX, I have to say, you know, mm. occasionally you mm-hmm. get the the vertigo feel. Yeah. Uh, but the other poster was a shot based on the film where he leaps from a crane yeah. to the building. There's a bit of a fire below and he's trying to leap into a window. Oh, I saw that in the trailer. He's running. He has a bit of a weird run though. But well, I, yeah, I he's got yeah. one leg. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's true. So he jumps off a crane. He jumps off a crane, but a lot of people on social media went wild with this, saying, yeah. well, if he's jumping that distance and he's there at yeah. that time the picture's taken, there's no way for him to go but either drop into the fire or just <laughs> straight down. And they went wild with it. They started doing mathematical equations, showing graphs <laughs> of his trajectory, and then saying, oh, no, but then if he jumps... Perhaps a blast from the fire can go. There's no risk in this. I mean, one of the earlier bits, just yeah. to show how yeah. little risk there is involved, is that there's a big fight in a. They're in a kitchen, and he knocks the guy. And he they fall backwards mm. onto an open dishwasher uh, tray mm-hmm. with that's got knives and plates and stuff, and the guy just gets up from it. <laughs> like there's no marks there. I don't know if you it, people die yeah, from okay. falling on open dishwasher trays. Yes. It's, so there's none of that. There's none of that. And then someone gets shot, point blank, in the chest. Rolls over. There's no exit wound. Okay, I have to ask you this. I mean, it's, since he's been panned, or, or you say he's been panned in, on social media and all that, but this guy, Dwayne Johnson, he earns at least US $20 million a movie now. Oh, yeah, he's Plus, worth it. box office, yeah. profits. Is he like the best... Biggest action movie star in the world right now. I mean, there no. were a long time ago, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, those were the guys, you know, they were the defining times of my era in the 80s or something like that. But is Dwayne Johnson right now? Dwayne Johnson has the magic touch. The Fast and Furious franchise yeah. would be nothing at the moment without his interjection. Uh, when he came in in Fast Five, I think, you know, and that was when the series really took off. And he's a, he's got such charm and he's so likable in all his roles. And he's worth it for that because a lot of stuff that he does, there's the big films and then there's the kind of essentially B movies. Yeah, yeah. And he's able to, I would watch him in most of anything. Okay, it's compare just him this, to Mr. Tom Cruise. Well, Mr. Tom Cruise Imbo- is very different, very different. He's Tom, not very likable for me. Yeah, but, but is Tom he, Cruise. Is he, a better, is he a better, bigger action star than oh, Dwayne Johnson? Easily. Because Tom Cruise has got this uh, kind of death wish where he, I mean, you know, he's broken ankles on his last film he's the only actor to perform an actual halo jump for mission impossible fallout which at the moment is getting amazing reviews it's just uh premiered the other night in paris yeah and the reviews are saying that mission impossible fallout is the best action film so you're saying tom cruise is the best the number one 
in the world right now compared to Dwayne Johnson as action movie star? Okay, as an action movie star, yes, he's a better action movie star. As a box office draw, mm. I think Dwayne Johnson is better because he just brings people in. He's yeah. likable to watch. You can watch him doing anything. It's just unfortunate that in this film, they've made the action just too outlandish. I mean, if he was jumping from the crane to the building, you don't have to make the distance so ridiculously far. And, I mean, the buildup of this film, Rolson Thurber, what's his the name? The director, right? Rolson Marshall Thurber. Rolson Marshall Thurber is, has done comedies before. He's worked with Dwayne Johnson previously. Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Ke- Kevin Hart, yeah, I like Kevin that Hart. combination. Yeah. Well, that's why it works. He doesn't have that combination here because obviously you're no, saying it's, it's, it's more it's serious. No, it's a more yeah. serious thing. Okay. But the director, I mean, if he'd made this much more of a comedy, there'd be a lot more going on there. All action movies break physics. Bruce Willis jumping off the roof in Die Hard with uh, just the fire hose attached to it would have sliced him in two. But, you know, we're, we're willing to let a bit of physics stretch, a bit of reality stretch. But if you stretch it too far, yeah. like with his leap into the wind turbines, there's these wind turbines that kind of power the... Oh, yes, in the, the trailer thing. I saw. Yeah. There. And then, yeah. you know... I mean, my favorite uh, scene from uh, Bruce Willis's Die Hard was, I remember when he had to walk across the floor on the glass, the broken glass. Yeah. That was terrible. That was like, you could... Well, it's it's relatable, isn't it? Yeah, it's It's relatable. relatable At the same time, I mean, if you ever have stood on glass, which I have to say, you know, everyone's everyone's stood on a little bit of glass before, right? But, you know, to have a big shard in it is totally different. But... We yes, don't have that. You yeah. won't be able to run afterwards, but you're willing to forgive it. Mm. In this case, in Skyscraper, it's just too ridiculous. I mean, it's so CGI as well. I mean, obviously, they have to make it CGI for this building, but if you add a bit more realism to the action and make it look like there's a real bit of exertion, then there's all this stuff like, you know, explosions. You know, people are so close to huge explosions, like a whole floor of fire goes up to the next floor yeah, and it, you know, bursts through the doors and you just kind of like, oh, I'll just hide around the corner <laughs> and then everything's fine. You know, and there's just that, you know, there's this whole huge sky garden. There's like a forest. If you think like uh, uh, Gardens by the Bay Domes, think about three of those stacked on top of each other and you, you know, you get one mm. what's it like in here, but it's all on fire and there's people at the top of it and it's like, you know how barbecues work, right? Yes. The fire is below and it rises and it cooks things on top. Why are these people who are walking across a gantry on top of this huge fire not turning into little beef burgers and hot dogs? The other issues with it. Every character in this film is just there to provide some kind of exposition. Why is he doing this? Well, he is doing this because he's doing it. And, and I think the other issue with it not being a comedy or they didn't go for a comedy angle is that of course with it being a serious thing you also get these unintentionally hilarious moments there's a lot of crowd scenes because everyone's stood outside watching this tower burn and of course he's climbing a skyscraper and apparently everyone's got supervision 300 floors (laughs) up to the thing that everyone can see perfectly what's going on apparently which is just ridiculous in itself but also they've also clearly hired a lot of calafare in the Hong Kong streets. Yeah. So whilst you're bored kind of watching this thing, you also start, your mind starts drifting and your eyes start drifting. You start watching all 
the calafare in these crowd shots and all these kind of uncles who are like meant to look shocked, but they're actually <laughs> smiling instead. So, there's all these little nuggets of things to keep you entertained throughout, okay. even though it's not meant to keep you entertained. So yeah, there's lots of, watch out for the uncles in the crowd shots. Part of the film is, it's, it's a hall of mirrors and I don't know if it's just such a deliberate kind of, oh, quick, let, let's do a homage to Enter the Dragon. It's it's like a oh. it's a it's like a high tech version of the Hall of Mirrors in Enter the Dragon. That's something to look forward to. I remember that in Enter the Dragon. Well, no, it's not. It's not something to look forward to, because it's just it's the running on glass thing again. It's mm. so outlandish because again the physics don't quite work with this scenario. They've made it so out there that you can't relate to it. And if you can't relate to the danger, then you're just watching a guy. He may as well just fly up the building at some point. I mean, this is beyond uh, American Ninja <laughs> style uh, challenges. It's it's so out there. And I know this is kind of like towering inferno for kids, really. It's, it's I mean, it's what PG thirteen, I think. Um, and it's yeah, your younger crowd is probably going to ooh and ah about it, but otherwise, it's. See the rock. Uh, the rock had this. It's an insurance. He, he posted this on on his Instagram account. Actually, he said that uh, they had a test screening with the audience uh, before the film was released, and they decided that they were going to try and make the movie better because he wanted some audience participation. He needed a bigger creative conversation, and he wanted to do it. And then they reshot some pivotal scenes, including the ending of Skyscraper, to make it better. His reason was that he the most important thing is sending the people home happy. Clearly, it didn't do that for you. Well, not for me. And, you know, the flippant answer is that perhaps they should have tried harder. But that is why he is so good as a personality. Mm. Uh, he really does want to do what the people want to see. Um, it's just that in this case, it falls short. I mean, it, it's, it could have been fantastic if they just tried a bit harder with the plot. So the other character that uh, Singaporean audiences might want to see is Chin Han, who plays the tower builder, Chow. Yeah. He has built the skyscraper, Hong Kong's tallest building. What do you think of him? I mean, he's like Singapore's eminent Hollywood star, right, almost? Well, he's the yeah. biggest acting export. Yeah, sure. Yeah, how do you find him? I mean, I, I, I thought, mean, is this is... like a major role? Is this going to be the start of something bigger now for Chin Han? I don't think so. No, uh, why? He, he plays the role that he's been playing a lot of. He, he excels, especially in Hollywood movies. Mm. I mean, okay, he was in Marco Polo as well. But in Hollywood movies, Chin Han basically plays high up, high level, <laughs> possibly billionaire, possibly presidential uh, okay. characters who are very... Board director types, like in yeah, the I mean he, he's series. been in uh, Captain America as one of the you know, the highest ranking security officials in the world. Yeah, of course he was in Dark Knight as the eminent Hong Kong businessman. Again, he's Hong Kong businessman here. He turns up. He kind of a oh hello, well you know he's kind of mm. like a smooth character. Yeah, very calm, very placid, and he gets a bit more of an action role. It's nice to see him get out about a bit more. Okay, what about the Taiwanese actress Hannah Quinn Levin? You know, Jay Chou's well, wife. She plays what? An assassin style nightclub dominatrix? Sounds very no. stereotypical. Uh, no, I don't what know. What does she do? Actually? I don't know where the nightclub dominatrix thing comes in, <laughs> but she's an assassin. And I mean, you know, 
no surprise to say she's immensely good looking. Supposedly it was a seven figure sum was paid by Universal and legendary entertainment. As in buying the rights to it? The rights to it, yes. Well, sure. I mean, someone's just said, I mean, it's a high concept film. Why don't we have Die Hard mixed with the Towering Inferno? And, and they're aiming at the Asian market as well. They're trying to appeal. Well, yeah. the fact that it's set in Hong Kong is quite yeah. clear. Yeah. So, JB, what's next for The Rock then? I read somewhere that there's a remake of Big Trouble in Little China. Remember that 1986 classic featuring Kurt Russell? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's actually confirmed. It kind of figures. I mean, mm. it, that's the thing with Dwayne Johnson. He's not short of things. I mean, in the space of six months, he's had three big films out. He's had Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. He's had Rampage, you know, yeah. based on the video game. That's kind of like stupid as well. But, he's a hardworking know. guy. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he puts the hours in mm. and he goes for it. And he's, <laughs> I mean, he is great with his fans and his everything, but he's got such a slate lined up. He's also, I mean, he's got Jumanji 2 coming out. Then he's got the Fast and Furious spin-off, Hobbs and Shaw, which is going to be him and Jason Statham. And now it's been announced that Idris Elba is going to be the villain in that. He's also got, he's meant to be a, in Suicide Squad 2 he's got San Andreas 2 I don't know how you do San Andreas 2 saying is it is yeah. it, it earthquakier you know after I mean everything fell apart after the first one didn't it well, uh, I, but, I, I'm looking forward to Big Trouble in Little China if he does start I mean for the premise for those who are too young to remember is that a truck driver and his friend get drawn into an unexpected battle with an ancient sorcerer in Chinatown <laughs> No, Chinatown in San Francisco as well, but it's it's a fantastic film as I remember it. I don't know how racially dodgy it is these days. I, I'm <laughs> guy who could be Chin Han again as the ancient sorcerer. I wouldn't put it past them. The guy who played the original is, of course, uh, James Hong. Yes, he was uh, much older, of course, much older sorcerer than Chin Han would be if he were to play. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. uh, James Hong is, is you probably know him now more as. Uh, Poe's dad in the Kung Fu Panda series. Yeah. But does The Rock, can he pull off all those one-liners that Kurt Russell used Easily. to do? You know? Easily. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think sometimes it feels like we're still waiting for the, the truly great rock action movie. So <laughs> is this a movie that I should watch in the cinemas now? Or should I wait for a year or two before it comes uh, out on iTunes? I think it's a Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got kids... Yeah, they probably enjoy it. The, mm. There's no nasty violence in it. Yeah, it's all it's all very just a, a little bit of an edge of, you know. For people of our age, it's very A-team violence. You know, there's lots of shooting, but nobody really gets shot. Yes, and it's, it's big daft action. So it's for kids, fine. If you like a bit more intelligence to your action, yeah, and a bit more realism, then it's not for you. Okay, but it could easily pass an afternoon on Netflix. And that's where we'll leave it for this episode of the Double Feature Movie Podcast. Thanks, JB, for all your comments and critical insights and analysis. Oh, it was such a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get you back in the hosting seat for the next episode Again, of Double Feature. Again, phrasing, man, phrasing. Why? <laughs> I could take you to HR for this kind of thing. Anyway, perhaps you want to tell the listeners that you can also check out more podcasts at straightstimes.com. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'll stick to this. That's great. Well, do check out the Straight Times for other podcasts on various topics like health, news and money. Until the next episode of the Double Feature Movie Podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye.